I'm Jessica. I'm Sonia. And I'm Marie. And we are Opinionated Lushes. Like our name says, we drink too much and have an opinion on everything. Once a week, we get together to drink and talk shit. We start our episodes off with a question and a drink word. We usually never stay on topic or wait for the drink word to start drinking. So go ahead, grab a drink, any kind of drink, and get ready to laugh with us and share our drunken opinions. Uh, so right now we're, we're just, we're just waiting for our guest. Oh, he just joined. Yay. Yay! Perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Arthur, we're so excited. Um, if you watched our tipsy all the way live stream last year, we did a Christmas movie review of Rudolph where we talked a lot about bullying, um, unknown character names in that movie, lots of things. Uh, so I'm really excited to have Arthur back on from two cents critic to talk about, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. So, uh, we can uh, join him, Let him on in. our stage there. Yeah, put him Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hey. How, are, how, are, how has today been for you? <laughs> I feel like today has been a just a regular old day. Some, like some days are more anxious, some days are more hectic, but today is a, a regular old day in comparison to other days. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. My tummy hurts. And I'm so oh, no. My dogs are going crazy. <laughs> yeah, oh, your dogs. Yeah, they're uh, a little angry, apparently. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, so, um, Arthur, if you just want to like talk about your uh, podcast a little bit before we get started on our movie review, let people know where they can find you, who you are, et cetera, et cetera. Or well, sure, yeah. So, Two Cents Critic, that is my, my podcast, and I do the reviews for books, movies, and TV shows, and I've had a host of Opinionated Lushes on Two Cents Critic as well, and always a, a fun chat, always fun chat on there, and if you want to find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at two underscore cents critic, and I'm also I got a like, personal account on Twitter and like, Letterboxd and TikTok at Arthur underscore ant18, and just find me on the socials on there. And yeah, books, movies, and TV yeah. shows. Love them. We've been on like, yes. like uh, I think all the Luscious total have been on like four episodes. Like I know Sonia and I have reviewed two shows. Like we've been on your your anniversary mm-hmm. special. Yeah. Yes, we yes, reviewed yes, a book. Yes. Don yes. was on an episode. Yes, book. Yes. yes. And don't forget also there's a free guy that's free guy movie review and yeah, yeah that's a movie. Yeah. yeah. Fucking yeah, Ryan so. Reynolds. Yeah. We're big fans. We're big fans. Um, so today, uh, so again, we're reviewing a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas live stream. So we're reviewing Santa Claus is Coming to Town. I'm just going to give a brief synopsis in case uh, you've never seen this movie, which I don't know how you could. It has <laughs> like, like our, our, everyone in our lifetime. <laughs> Fred Astaire, Mickey Rooney, you know, like lot, lots of big names. Uh, so here's here's what IMDb says the storyline is. Uh, you can tell me whether or not you agree. Uh, the mailman decides to answer some of the most common questions about Santa Claus and tells us about a small baby named Chris who was left on the doorstep of the Kringle family brackets toy makers uh when chris grew up he wanted to deliver toys to the children of somber town but it's burgermeisters too mean to let that happen and to make things worse there's an evil wizard named winter who lives behind the kringles in somber town but chris manages to melt winter's heart as well as the comely school teachers and deliver his toys so that is 
what IMDb is telling us this movie is about. I didn't realize it was that intricate, to be <laughs> that fair. Is a, like, yeah, that's pretty intense for uh, a yeah. <laughs> children's Christmas movie. <laughs> the, thing, the thing that's really jumped out to me was using the adjective comely for the school teacher, for Jessica. I was like, oh, okay, that's a specific word to describe someone. That's what they wrote. I actually have a few things that are, uh, like, I wrote notes, as I do. Um, I'm going to start. It starts with the male, the mailman, right? The male, it's the narrator is the mailman. Yeah. Uh, his name is S.D. Kluger. And the SD is what gets me. Do we, do any of you remember what he, he says in the very beginning of the movie, what SD stands for, what his name is, SD Kluger, what SD stands for? Uh, I don't Scott r- Douglas. remember that detail. <laughs> Special delivery. <laughs> his mom's like, you know what? This is the job you're going to have. This is what I'm going to name you. Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. No other I, path for you. Special delivery <laughs> The Christmas mail, all the special little letters from the kids that he, the letters that he opens up, by the way, even though it's like, yeah. <laughs> doing that. it's illegal, but he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. So special delivery Kluger is his name. Uh, I guess special first name delivery middle. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I, that, that was a fun little detail in the beginning of the movie that stuck with me. As you all know, I really cling on to the names in these movies because I'm always curious about them. You don't stick to like real life names. Like no. a real person could be like, Hey, my name's Steve. And you're like, mm, I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any parts of this movie that stuck out to you too? Uh, there's just like the one song um with the with the mean wizard like you gotta put one foot in front of the other like that is wormed in my brain my whole life and just sometimes when i'm walking and i'm thinking about what i'm doing that just comes into my head and i'm (laughs) (laughs) you're literally doing it you're like i gotta remember how to walk one foot Got yeah, it. and then what, like, then there's, like, another song, the one from, like, Family Guy, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. Like, <laughs> it's just, like, a fucking concert just in my brain all the time. But mostly from that movie, it's just something that always pops up. I can't get rid of it. It's stuck. It's in, embedded. What it's about you, Arthur? Well, it, I want to say, it's funny that you bring up that song, Sonia, because I was talking about this with a friend of mine on Discord, and she, like, she, she doesn't really care for Christmas all that much, kind of a Grinch, but I can understand. But that song, it has stuck with her. She even typed out the lyrics on Discord. It's catchy. It's very it motivational, is. not just it for is. Christmas. It's yeah. good advice. You yeah. know, just it's take it step. step on step at a time, you know? Yeah, yeah but for parts this that really stuck out to me. I would say definitely uh, Jessica's song is really that stuck out stuck out to me just because of the visuals of it, how much of a fever dream it is. <laughs> like that one part is like, oh, that that goes in a very specific direction. Uh, that song <laughs> also, I guess Burgermeister also sticks out to me, just how grouchy of a villain he is. And <laughs> it's like and it's so hilarious to watch him be like, good toys, but then also he loves a little yo-yo when it's handed over to him. 
he plays with it briefly. But also, like, you say you can do tricks with a yo-yo, but you just do one Up thing, you don't do down. anything else. <laughs> yeah, that's a trick. I, if you could do that, I'm like, oh. <laughs> I feel like I would love a prequel to this from Burger Meister, Meister Burger as a child. Like, I want to know what trauma he went through that caused him to be like, toys are illegal. Yes, yes. How, how did how did his heart become so yeah. hot and so grinchy? What happened to him? Yeah. Yeah, I would like, we get his head guard. I love his head guard too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we get like we get the the Grinch's backstory, but we don't get Burger Meister Meister Burger's backstory. And I feel like that's what's missing in the world. Yes. Yeah. How, it's like, how, what it, about just Burger Meister <laughs> Meister Burger fellow? <laughs> <laughs> it was just his name. That's the trauma. He's like, "How dare I be named Burger Meister Meister Burger?" That seems unfair. <laughs> yeah, this all the other who, kids get normal names. <laughs> this fellow, who, by the way, somehow is a recipient of the baby. But I'm wondering. I'm sure he has a famous reputation for being a dictator, basically, in this little town. So why would, why, why would the parent, why would the parent be dropping off the baby to him when it's like? You know he's not gonna take care of the baby, right? No. So why would he do that? I, I, I said, said I said Burgermeister <laughs> seems a little fashy. You know what I mean? Like just the way I, I that was actually one of my main themes of this whole movie. You know how we did the whole big theme of like Rudolph and bullying and that kind of thing. Um, with Santa Claus is coming to town, I find it shows that like laws do not equal morality. Just because someone says it's a law doesn't mean it's morally bad or morally good. You know, they made toys illegal. So what happens? Well, they organize and they have a, people illegally bring in toys and stuff like that. You're not going to say they're the bad guys, even though by law they technically are. Right? <laughs> it's a really good that. message to kids, too. Like, <laughs> when the government's being, like, dicks kind of rally up and... I know. Why are my parents so surprised? I'm a raging leftist. They made me watch this movie when I was five years old. I don't understand. Yeah. You made me watch these things. (laughs) Bring in the toys and deliver them. And even when when, uh, when the houses get locked down, then then Santa just goes down the chimney. Right, they 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 organize. They make it happen as a community, even though it's illegal. You know, I'm just saying. Uh, and sunshine, it is Kluger, according to IMDb. Okay. That is where I got my information. I thought Kruger too, but it is Kluger with an L for some reason. Freddy Kruger, why not? Like that'd be great. <laughs> But yeah, that was my big theme I I found of this is that, you know, again, laws do not equal morality. Uh, But we know Burgermeister is the bad guy, even though he's the one making the rules. Technically, he's the one. His guards are the police in this situation. Oh, yeah. Right? So uh, just keep that in mind. Enforcing (laughs) the law. Thankfully, (laughs) thankfully, some Meister burgers do die out, you know, as it says at the end of the special. They die out, they fall out of power, and the citizens, they all celebrate. Yep. No no more chores! Yeah! <laughs> um, speaking of songs, one of the things I did, um, some of the song lyrics, I don't know how close you guys listened to them. Um, no, but that... that... That's the one foot... <laughs> 
Okay, that that song that uh, what Mrs. Kringle or what with the head Kringle, female Kringle, uh, what uh, she sings when she sings, um, yeah, the the toy the toy makers like they were uh the toy makers of the king or whatever that song is. Oh yeah, know? that song. I do I do love that song actually. Okay, I'm gonna read four <laughs> lines from this song. Okay, oh. and you tell me what you think of this song. Okay. All the soldiers must stand erect for the kingdom they protect. The balls must bounce much higher if they please his royal sire. I thought that was, uh, they could have separated erect and balls and <laughs> a little further from a little further. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did not catch on to that, but perhaps, you know, South Bay, put a distance between them. What you didn't hear erect and suddenly perk up? That's what happened to me. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, what? you're like what?" Not for my brain, not for your brain, apparently. <laughs> Which balls are bouncing? It's the bouncy. It's the balls they were making as toy makers, I guess. I mean, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, whatever ones please, Tim. I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, not like um, old Santa balls just dangling on the ground. It's just the. <laughs> I know. I love these old stop motion um, uh, claymation type movies. I, I mean, do I love that art too. style. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah the Rankin Bass stop motion. It's, it's very mm-hmm. pleasing on the eyes. And I actually uh, recently saw I recently saw Krampus in a dead movie. Just like this, just a flashback that goes for it's not exactly the Rankin Bass animation style, but it goes for that. Just mm-hmm. little, little flashback in the movie, and I like, and yeah, again, even just uh, not even well, just yeah, stop motion in general, like uh, Coraline, you know, uh, Coraline's oh, favorite. I love Coraline. Oh so my much. god! <laughs> yes, fantastic, Mr. Fox as well. Chicken Run. Or whatever yes. that, yeah, I, you know that's a I, feminist I, movie of all the movies. That's the most, probably the most <laughs> feminist movie. A group of chickens trying to break out from the patriarchy that makes them just lay eggs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the patriarchy. We're smashing my chickens. Um, like that movie reminds me so much. So I have a chicken called Pidgey. Uh, Cause she looks a little bit like a, a pigeon, and she is so smart. She um. When we had them in a certain pen, she would dig on one side, but then jump over and start like digging on the other side. And she was like trying to like tell them to like, come on, guys, come on. Like, we don't have to be here. We can move. Um, And then when we let them all be free range, uh, she like, okay, like, let's hide here and hide our eggs. Um, So like, and then they'll all follow her. Like, she's like their leader. Like, she's queen chicken. I guess <laughs> chicken run in real life. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I still take their eggs. I find them. <laughs> oh, I just bring out chicken. snacks and I see where they're running from. And I'm like, okay, I gotta go there. <laughs> to attempt the feeders to protect their, their eggs, their possessions. Yeah. Uh, so, they, they don't attack me for getting them, but <laughs> that they have attacked you though. I've seen video. Um, there is a chicken that does. It, he's dead now. Oh, you attack me, you get murdered. <laughs> he was a rooster. <laughs> yeah, he was a rooster. And uh, one time I got so beat up, I had bruises all over me. Um, oh and yeah, he, he became dead. 
<laughs> that's chicken run. That's why they tried to escape. Yeah, they w- didn't want to be chicken pie. Roosters. I can definitely imagine a rooster giving you bruises. They are as of, you know, ferocious, ferocious creatures. They are vicious. <laughs> they, you're like, oh, it's just like a chicken. It can't do anything. Oh, no. Like, they'll, don't let them near your throat. It's gone. <laughs> you're just like, oh, protect it. No, no, no. It's like <laughs> honey badgers. I think of honey badgers as well in terms of ferocious creatures. Yeah. <laughs> honey badgers all give creature. a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do want to have honey badgers. I do want to say, uh, back to Santa Claus is coming to town. Back to my names thing. Um, we learned that the teacher's name is Miss Jessica. Yes. yes. Uh, uh, which means Mrs. Claus's first name is Jessica. Jessica yep. Claus. That's Mrs. Claus's name. I just want to say it? I didn't know that I'll, till this I'll movie, say that. right? I'll say that. Yeah, like according to this movie, I I do I don't understand why Santa Claus has so many names. You know, Chris Kringle, she gets okay. Jessica. <laughs> she gets Jessica Claus, Jessica Kringle, technically. I guess because because a baby. Okay, when so when 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 uh when Santa has a baby, he's got that little necklace that says Claus on it. But then they just dismiss the name when the, the Kringle would pick him up, and they're like, "Oh, let's name him Chris, Chris Kringle." <laughs> And I'm like, what happened with Claus? You must want to I fuck that. No. <laughs> it's like adopting. Like, I ad- like uh, two out of three of my cats I've, I adopted when they were four years old. I didn't change their name because uh, they're four years old at that point. Like, I don't feel good naming them at four years old. Uh, but they had no problem taking this human baby that had a name and uh, changing it. Seems a little weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. So changing the baby a lot of people do though like when they adopt a baby i don't i i don't fuck you don't <laughs> yeah yeah when it comes to adoption i have very like specific things like i believe with that like i don't think and, and that's saying my husband has adopted legally my son but like he has my last name uh and like that kind of stuff i just feel like uh if you're like erasing that part that feels weird. If you're adding on to that part, that's different. But yeah. if you're just like erasing, you're like, no, they're my baby. No one else's baby. <laughs> then it's like, okay, you're being weird about it. Like, yeah, a person. I, fall in, I fall into the same perspective, personally. <laughs> um, I do want to, um, in the beginning of the movie, the the Kringles are talking about how they, they make toys. They're toy, well, Sorry, special delivery is talking about how the Kringles make toys <laughs> and how um, they make toys. But even though they're toy makers, they can't give the toys away anymore because it's illegal. So um, I'm just wondering how that business model works. Uh, <laughs> um, they always make the toys and give them away. But also they live in an area that's completely snowed over all year. So they can't grow things so are all elves carnivores like you think they're eating each other well i'm not i'm gonna say cannibals i said carnivores <laughs> <laughs> i was wondering like saw, i saw yeah wait what did you say oh no <laughs> no they're just they, the only food they can get is hunting <laughs> not yeah. each other i mean maybe <laughs> i don't know <laughs> 
<laughs> so dark if it turns out the Kringles have some weird family shit going on. <laughs> a whole different movie. Family Guy did that joke. Family Guy has the episode where because of how capitalism is, they had to constantly create newer, better toys. And you know how hard it is to make a PS3 and that kind of stuff. So <laughs> yeah. they have to keep inbreeding the elves and they can't feed all the elves. So the elves end up eating each other and being all inbred and weird. Yeah. So they made that joke. This is a small family. Uh, with no one else, so eventually inbreeding would happen if they created more elves. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's and, a few of them, <laughs> you know, uh, like it. I'm, and they I'm can't. And these were people somehow. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> what? How does this work? And they don't have magic until after the wizard comes. Like he's just a regular dude until the wizard gives him magic. So it's not like he could like help feed them before then. So there's like something going on before he becomes yeah. Santa Claus. Before the baby even showed up, like they could have just eaten the baby. The, not enough meat. <laughs> Again. Again, that is a completely, <laughs> completely different movie. But oh my god, uh, this is this is uncomfortable to think about, but also fascinating. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to think about food, like. Hunting for food, hunting for reindeer, caribou, hunting for squirrels, raccoons, penguins. So we can at least agree it was a mostly meat diet. And pine cones? I'm sure there's plenty of nutrition in that. Yeah. Um, You can make flour out of pine bark. There's berries, holly, Christmas holly that's on certain colder environments. So a couple berries, some caribou, and pine needle flour, or whatever yeah. it was. We're having holly pie yeah. all the time. <laughs> all the yeah. time. So that would be quite a, a limited diet, but I guess you could make something work with that for the whole Your heart would like, you would live only to like 25, I feel. Again, like. <laughs> they'd have to inbreed to keep it going. Like some, like these elves, I mean, maybe, maybe like these elves... But- they have to old age, right? I mean, you know, they're living for a while. Beards. So somehow. Yeah. The uh. beard, but, right? And then also, the, well, wait, who is the mother? Is he like Mrs. Claus, right? The mother, I guess. I don't think she was Mrs. Claus. She's Mrs. Kringle. Oh, but oh, she Kringle, doesn't marry Chris okay. so, Kringle, so she can't be Mrs. Claus. Okay, right, it's just, right, right. It's okay. a really creepy mother son relationship. Like, it's just like, I'm going to. We're gonna, I'm gonna be Mrs. Claus, <laughs> but I'm your mother. <laughs> like it doesn't. The lineage oh, doesn't no. make up. Like it's, yeah, well that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like like this is a great story on the start of Santa Claus, but also too many loose ends that are leading to terrible ends. Because yeah, are, are the Kringles brothers? I forget. Are they supposed to be brothers or cousins? See, what? there is no like family tree, so like it just confuses. They're us toy makers. The They're the Kringles. Yeah, the <gasps> Kringles. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a long lineage oh, from sorry. when there was kings. That's what we're told in the King song. They were the toy makers of the kings, their whole family. So there must be already inbreeding there. Already started. It's just too early for us to see the problems. It's just yeah, it's gonna take a few generations. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then and then think about I guess how we continue with the lineage with then Chris Kringle 
and Jessica Claus. So I guess you could ha- just have them as a kid continue the whole Christmas lineage, I suppose. Yeah, like, he gets the magic from the wizard. It's genetic. Somehow I mean, it's like turned f- into his DNA. To be fair, Chris Kringle is not related to the Kringles, so he would have to have like his kids mate with their really old non-biological aunts and uncles. <laughs> <laughs> or they go to town. Oh. There's a town right there. <laughs> yeah, somber town. It's not very big either. It's all white people, so we know there's inbreeding there too. <laughs> Come on. Oh. Sombra Town, that whole isolated town. Oh dear. <laughs> I did notice another thing. <laughs> that oh, another me. thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you notice how Chris Kringle's pupils cut suddenly every once in a while get really wide? Yes, I did notice that. <laughs> drugs? Yeah, is it bad <laughs> animation or drugs? <laughs> drugs? Like, I don't know. I don't, he's yelling at kids. They're like, why? He's like, I'll tell you why. And his <laughs> people get really big. I'm just saying. I mean, there's there's a lot going on here that I feel like if I ha- if if I want a story of the underbelly of the Claws Corporation. <laughs> <laughs> When, I, when, when you bring that up for some reason, his eyes, then it makes me think, uh, there was a song, do you remember this? It's a lyric in one of the songs that was like, something about sitting on Santa's lap, and then it was like, a kiss, a toy, a kiss, a toy, it's a price you'll pay. <laughs> and yes. I just feel like that specific lyric sticks out to me now, and it's like, I don't think it ages too well, does it? No, I got questions. Oh, That's got- what... <laughs> That's in the question. I just this is this is what I'm saying. Like this, the like I love this movie. It hits me in the nostalgia part of my heart. Um, but it does leave me with questions. There's too many unanswered uh uh lit lines. Yeah, you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I think the sanest person in this movie is Mr. Winter. Not <laughs> giving up Mr. on life. Right? <laughs> Yeah, he's just like, oh, I'm mad. And then finally he's like, oh, I guess it's not so bad. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess compared to everyone else. I, the, the old Winter Warlock who's got the... Yeah, the Winter Warlock. Yeah. He's been, he's been trapped up. He's been, he's been keeping himself closed off from everyone else. And then, oh, he goes through a bit of a, an existential crisis. <laughs> Exactly. That's the sanest person in this movie. Yes. The most realistic. But then, oh no, he loses his magic for a bit. And then he's got all of this stuff with him. What was it? Like the candle stubs. And uh, yeah, it's like witchcraft. Magic quantities. It's like, here's a snowball. <laughs> magic. Woo. Like, uh, but I still think he's the sanest person in this whole movie. Maybe it's from the future, to, uh, and it's not magic. It's just science they don't understand yet. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Theory. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, also, uh, remember the dried up potion he had with him, too? The dried up can of uh, yeah. potion. <laughs> There's so much in this movie, and it's not, like, I w- okay, maybe this is me being old. You let me know, Arthur. Um, I wish movies were this short again instead of three-hour <laughs> epics. <laughs> yes. I you know what? I understand that. As someone who watches a lot of lengthy movies, sometimes I'm like, you know, I do appreciate 
just watch one. Just watch it once. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's nice to watch a movie in under an hour, I guess. I mean, I guess it is missing a story. Like, again, I have questions. But I have questions in three-hour movies, too. You know what I mean? Like, it's not... Uh, Kyle's going to lock up the chickens. Yeah, just, yeah. He's just like, <laughs> he could text. I, I'm probably not look paying attention. He's probably texting me, and I'm, like, ignoring it. He's like, I gotta go. Something happens, just so you know. Oh, second emergency. I'm, I'm not coming back. <laughs> just, or it's, like, his equivalence to, like, I'm gonna go get a pack of smokes. He's never coming back. <laughs> He's never coming back. I'm protecting the chickens. Uh, yeah, I'm out later. there with them right now. <laughs> But getting back to the movies, though, I, I, <laughs> movies I think about, like, long movies, you know, like, it's a Batman, which is, like, three hours long, but I love that movie. Or, uh, 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 again, it's three hours, but I love that movie. I feel like if the movie <laughs> itself is good, I can stand a long movie, a, a long runtime. It's when a movie is bad or mediocre, then it's like, well, then I'm feeling to runtime drag along. Yeah, no, it really depends because there's like some long movies that like I like, but they have scenes where I'm like, oh, they didn't necessarily need that. You know what I mean? Um, but there's also long movies that are, I mean, fuck, if it's a good TV show, I'll watch five hours of it in one go. Like one day. <laughs> yeah, one TV day. Shows. I always hear about that. It was like some people will be like, well, I can't watch long movies, but then long TV shows, then it's like, well, you know, They'll watch multiple episodes, so it's like it's interesting to see like contrast between movies and TV shows. Yeah, have you have you seen the newest uh, Hunger Games yet? I haven't, but I want to. Hopefully, I can see it. Have see you read this. the book? Yes, and I enjoyed okay. the book actually quite a bit. I read the book and I was very nervous for the movie because I thought they'd focus it on as like a love interest. I'm not going to give any spoilers, uh, especially if you read the book. It is very close to the book. It gives a lot of good feels of the book. It gives a lot of the nuances the book gave. So I think it was very well done just because it's very difficult to like do a story from the antagonist, you know, perspective, which is what it is without making them likable. Um, which the book did really well, so I was worried about the movie, but the movie did it as well. It's very long, but that's one of the long movies where I felt like every scene was necessary. Okay. so I'm glad to hear so, that. As a yeah. Hunger Games fan and as someone who actually did like the book, I'm glad to hear that. You know, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to the movie. It was actually my favorite movie to book uh, compared to the other Hunger Games movies to book. Oh, because oh, the other Hunger Games movies left out parts that are very important in the book, like whole characters. Uh, they did not do that in this movie. So, okay, very okay. Good. very interesting. Very interesting to hear as someone who has particularly a lot of love for Catching Fire. For me, I feel like that's probably my favorite adaptation from the book to the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, no, it was it was very well done, uh, very long, but very well worth it. But like, I understand like why they why movies cut things out or add things because visual medium versus reading is different. But yeah, I, I I still like short movies every once in a while. But TV shows, I, I don't know, you know, I don't always have four hours for something. You know what I think needs to be redone. Um, as a tv show uh what's the story wishbone i think that could totally be updated with new like graphics and everything and like maybe disney can get on that thanks 
Do you if know we're gonna that make is- free new stuff? Let's yeah. That. No, I think yeah, kids need it. Like to like really bring back the love for literature. Sure, there's book talk, but what about for kids? You know, let's uh get on. I loved that show. I don't think I've, I've, I've heard of that. Really, Wishbone is it only Canadian? It might no. be. I'm actually looking it up right now, and I think it is okay. a Canadian show. Okay. Oh no, it's this country of origin, story. United States. It only had two seasons of 50 episodes. Um, but oh, what it was, Arthur? I mean, I think Arthur's just too young. Uh, yeah, I think you're a baby. I think you're my daughter's age, and Wishbone was gone a long time since she was born. Uh, <laughs> it had a it had a dog. Um, and he would go into stories and like act out this. It's where I first learned of like things like Sherlock Holmes, even like, yeah, it's would- all about, uh, like classic books, classic literature is, uh, its main focus. I see. I'm looking it up. I see the dog here. Okay. Oh, I wishbone. What do I feel like? I've probably heard a reference to this. <laughs> I talk about it all the time. I'm like, the wishbone. <laughs> it's so good. I, I remember watching that. Oh, it's like, you yes. watch it. Yeah, and you get to learn all about literature as a kid before you're even old enough to, like, read it. Uh, He came Uh, out what year? 1995. That was four Um, years old. I was 10. I was, uh, when I was watching (laughs) Wishbone, I had no, like, there was no right watching it. Um, It would come on later on, and, like, friends were like, hey, let's go outside. I'll be, like, in the eighth grade, okay? And I'm like, "Eh, I'm not allowed out, and I'm fucking watching Wishbone. So uh, it's fine. <laughs> it's you know, I wasn't fine. I wasn't alive when when this was out between ninety five and ninety seven. So that explains maybe why I haven't heard of it or why I can't remember it consciously at least. I'm sure I've probably heard some references to it though. And I and I'm just not <laughs> recalling them right now my brain. It's like well, yeah, we'll, we'll have to start a two cent care like uh, a review podcast of like old old TV shows he missed. Yes, be like, oh, Ari, you got to watch this one. (laughs) (laughs) The TV shows that I have not seen or just like, ah, no books before my years. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. We got to educate you a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Says the guy that has like hundreds of review episodes on his Yeah, he's like books, movie shows, like he's on it. We're like, hey, we need to educate you a little (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> about the smaller shows yeah the shows me. <laughs> Even I you might have missed this yeah. we'll show him Breaker High Bre- yeah we just talked about this on the last guest Breaker High have you heard of it no it makes me think of Sky High <laughs> no, yeah. we had Ryan Gosling on it when he was like younger and it Ryan was Gosling? Yeah. before <laughs> his young Hercules days he was yeah. on Breaker High Break high. Okay. It is basically school on a boat, like teenage schoolers on a boat. Like they that's like high school sounds terrible to begin <laughs> with, but being stuck on a boat. Oh wow! I see. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see. I see. Up. I see the young Ryan Gosling here. He's got. He's got like a potted hairstyle going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, it's good. His hairstyle hasn't changed much, by the way. You see him, it's like pretty much the same. Like he's like, you know what? Why fix it? It's fine. <laughs> it's his. And now he's a he has a huge star coming off of Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Not just Barbie, but obviously he's had plenty of other movies. 
<laughs> yeah, but uh, this is mostly only Barbie now. Is yeah, mostly Barbie. For. There, it's there like is my favorite that he's in now. Like it's Barbie, a hundred percent. There is, um, there's a skit, a comedy skit on YouTube. If you search Ryan Gosling's acting range, it'll pop up. And it's this guy that acts like Ryan Gosling, and he's like, "The bigger I get, the smaller my acting range gets." And he's actually on like a horse range, like you know, <laughs> like cowboy like range, but yeah. he's acting as Ryan Gosling, and his range just keeps getting smaller. Oh yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, he acted more when he in was Barbie. like Barbie. <laughs> yeah, but like as in Breaker High, he was a very like eccentric character. Yes. Uh, young Hercules, the same. But then once he started getting like movie roles, it's very like mellow, laid back. Yeah, fan base. <laughs> mellow. And in interviewing, it's the same. Like in his interviews, it was always like very energetic. Interviews now, very nonchalant. Like, oh yeah, I'm here. <laughs> well, see, I feel like in something like The Nice Guys, I feel like he's got more of a higher energy in that. Have you seen The Nice Guys? I don't think so. I don't watch I really very like, I really many like Ryan Gosling movies, to be fair. Like, it's oh. Barbie was probably the most recent one. My okay. husband was a big fan of, like, was it Driver or Drive? The, I, drive, drive, yeah. Drive's a good one. Drive's a good one. I liked I him in the it. one with, um, Steve Carell, Carol, Carell, uh, uh, and then like he dates the daughter. Oh, he's the, he, teaching the, the dad the, not to be such a loser. Crazy stupid love. Yes, that one. Yeah, yeah I, it's been years since I last saw that. I do want to rewatch it sometime, see how it holds up. I hope I still like it. I know there are parts of that movie where it's like, oh, that is cringy as hell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's so many things from like just even 10 years ago that you watch now, like after there's been like so much education. Tanya, you're not missing anything. Uh, it's just <laughs> starting now. And I'm like, I totally didn't get ready for winter yet. We'll just see what happens. Like at yeah. least in Ontario, you're like, eh, I'll go away in a day. Here, once it starts getting cold, it's the same way for six months. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> Last year, our first snowfall in southern Ontario was Christmas Day. Uh, this year, we've had one. It lasted about 12 hours. Um, <laughs> so I feel like it's going to be like a lot of people are like Canadian. It's igloos. And I'm like, uh, no, actually, um, most of the population of Canada lives in southern Ontario where uh, global warming or global climate change made it. So uh, we don't have winter anymore until January. And it's That's, for like two weeks. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and, uh, here, and here in Seattle, there's no snow so far. <laughs> but so far. Some rain. Not as much rain as you would expect for a place like Seattle, but some rain. Enough that one, at one point, there was like rain coming through the window and it was leaking onto the carpet, onto the, onto the, onto the uh, floor. That's the worst. Uh, I love Seattle. Uh, I've been there twice. Uh, nice. Not for like sightseeing or anything, but like what I did see, there's like this board game place. I fucking love it. Um, in the market, there's like Ooh. I don't know what that's called. Uh, there's like the first Pike, Pike ever Pike. Starbucks. Pike, Pike. Yeah, is it Pike's called Pike's Place? Pike Place. I think I, I feel like you might be talking about Pike Place. I'm not sure. There's like the Sky Wheel near it. I don't know. That should be Pike Place. Yeah. Okay, like the first ever Starbucks. You go down a big fucking hill. Anyway, Ooh. loved it. <laughs> The fish, they throw the fish every once in a while. Yes. They do like a little fish show. 
Now that yes, that is an icon of Seattle. <laughs> I've never been. I'm jealous. We'll have to take an opinionated luscious trip down there. Just yeah. to see the fish show. Yeah, just, <laughs> that's <laughs> it. That's it. We're just there for a day. We're like, we're just here to see the fish. <laughs> just, and of course, it's I, like know, a I, 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 I gotta meet you too. I gotta meet. I gotta meet the host. Right. I would love to meet you in person, Arthur. I'm just gonna bring us Absolutely. back because we're almost. We have like, you know, like. 19 minutes left. I figure we should, yeah. or I guess less than that, nine minutes left until the yeah, next Yeah, maybe go back work. to what we came here for. Yeah. The, well, I just want to give us our ratings at the very end, but I just want to pull back to a couple last minute notes. I just want to say um, very boomer ideology in this movie. You know, um, Santa Claus is mad at kids crying. Uh, that's crying, considered pouting. misbehaving. Um can't cry or pout that puts you on the naughty list uh i thought that was very uh boomer knowledge boomer boomer-esque right like you're bad for crying <laughs> yeah we gotta yeah. we gotta confess the emotions of the children rather than maturely handle them right <laughs> he's like he's like he's coming to a town called somber town first off and he's the one doing illegal shit. So he's the one breaking the law. But these kids are like, I'm sick of chores and toys are illegal. And he's like, don't you fucking cry. I'm like, okay, yeah, I yeah. You can't do this. No, no, no. You can't. Like, for, the, for a good portion of the year, it feels like. You gotta be good for the whole year. <laughs> so, right. And, it's and like you know no emotion. The reward is toys. Let's really end with consumerism and capitalism and the toys <laughs> and materialistic needs. It's like the fucking pizza party you get. Like I'm, I, I just, realize you're having a hard time. Here's a pizza party. You're like I just race. want enough to like pay my mortgage. You're like no pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Two slices maximum. Take some money from the pizza party and just hand it over to me, please. Yeah, like the $4 a slice here, I'd like it. Thanks. Yeah. Bus fare. (laughs) And second to uh, like last note, uh, also, uh, whoever wrote this never played with children because they're like, (laughs) oh, these children only do chores because they have no toys. Not realizing that generations before toys, kids just played with sticks and rocks. Like, they can make a game out of anything. <laughs> so, they're like, no. <laughs> Without toys, kids just do chores. Like, so just, then, yeah. you're creative. You know, don't, don't make crap out of anything, like you said. So, yeah. So, yeah, I'm just going to yeah. give my rating. Uh, I love this for nostalgia reasons. It definitely brings the Christmas spirit, but it also reminds me that the older generations forgot that children were people. That was a big thing. People, children were not people. No, you know, no. that's a newer, newer age thing. <laughs> uh, so, I'd rate it like a, like a seven out of 10. And six points of that is nostalgia. One point of that is claymation. <laughs> yeah, the, the way it's made. <laughs> How would you already? Uh, I'm gonna go for yeah. I'll do it. Seven out of ten. Again, a lot, a lot of that is is nostalgia for this for this old this little holiday special. Something I saw quite a bit as a kid, and uh, you know, it's fun to watch, even if it brings up so many questions, so many questions, <laughs> and the consumerism of it all. Like I said before, but it's also it's so pretty fun. Uh, you know, it, it's funny. It gets some laughs out of me, and it gives a uh, it gives some good ground for discussion. 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. Our generation really makes things like rates them on better just for nostalgia alone. Uh, Cause I'm like, yeah, seven, because it's been my whole life. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. um, I don't think I like the story anymore. Um, I'm just watching it because that's what I do every year. And it's hard to break generational trauma, I guess. Like it's just, it's <laughs> well, I think part of it is also like the nostalgia sits in our brain because back then things were affordable and like right. life was different. So we're our nostalgia is like back when like before life turned to shit and food is like unaffordable to upper middle class people for fuck's sakes. Like it's Oh just, my god, it's nostalgia for the years before before my like nineties was the best. Story. Like when we were younger, like the nineties was the best. Like it just went like once it hit nineteen ninety-nine, it just went downhill. Like two thousand when I was eight years old, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> two thousand hit and like it's just been a rapid decline. Like not a lot uh I blame the Y2K. Um it didn't happen <laughs> the way it was supposed to happen. Uh but that was like that's it. Party like it's nineteen ninety nine because that's it. So. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Uh, oh. uh, I do want to say, just because I have you on here, Arthur, uh, and I know we're very opinionated, I do want to say Free Palestine while we're here. Uh, we talked about it on our podcast, and I know you're very vocal about it, which I appreciate. Um, and you follow me on social media. Yes. I do it. I do it. I do the analysis. Uh, you're stuff. very vocal about it, which I appreciate. I feel like not enough people are using their platforms for that uh, ongoing genocide that's going on. So I do want to bring that up, uh, especially because, like we said, with this uh, theme in this movie, uh, laws do not equal morality. Exactly. So, yeah. I left a soul to fire that raises on. <laughs> so if you want to use this uh these last couple minutes uh, again, plug your stuff where we can find you and everything else. And, and we appreciate you coming on again. It's awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. This is such a blast. <laughs> and as always, and again, you know, my podcast on Twitter and Instagram at two underscore says critic. That's word two. And then my personal accounts on Twitter. We got good pods, so I graph letterboxed and TikTok. That's Arthur underscore and 18, the number 18. And I've also got a blog too, at two sidescritic.com, the number two. That's a blog with a podcast launched off of. So check me out on all those socials and, you know, check out my book, movie, and TV show reviews. Thank you so much, Arthur, for coming on. Again, check out Tucson Critic. Um, uh, we've been on his podcast a few times, and we're definitely going to turn this into an episode being released the last week of December. So definitely check check it out if you happen to miss it, I guess. Uh, bye, Arthur. Thank you, guys. There, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, we'll be happy to be on your podcast anytime you are reviewing something. <coughs> Hunger <laughs> Games. Always keeping in mind. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Bye. 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 Thank you so much. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. There's a new episode of Opinionated Lushes every Friday on all streaming platforms. And unedited episodes Saturday on YouTube. Have a cocktail suggestion? A topic of interest? A good drinking word? Feel free to DM us on Instagram or email us at opinionatedlushes at gmail.com. See you next week. Don't forget your drinks. And your opinions.